0: with myself. I play with myself all day long. Welcome to the new Spirit of South Park podcast. I'm your host, Drew, Uh, not joined by my former co-host, Matt. If you listen to the recent State of the Podcast update, you will know that Matt is taking some time away from the pod. We don't know how long that's going to be, what things are going to look like, but I'm going to go ahead and continue to move forward here. And to help me get along, I'm going to be bringing in a series of guests over the next uh, few episodes to help me get through. And today I am joined by our good buddy, Wes. How's it going, Wes?
1: Hello, pretty good. Good to be here.
0: Thank you for being available on such short notice. <laughs> Matt and I recently had the, the discussion that we had. I put out a couple messages, and what was it? Was it yesterday? Was it a matter of what two uh, days we got ready for this? Pretty, so
1: Pretty sure it was yesterday, but being near the holidays, I don't have to work tomorrow, so <laughs> kind, of freed, kind of freed some things up, actually. worked out just right.
0: All the days run together. Um, speaking of holidays... Today's episode is Season 2, Episode 16, Merry Christmas, Charlie Manson. (laughs) Not the first of the holiday episodes that South Park gets into, uh, but one that I think has a unique twist, a very South Park twist to
1: it. For sure.
0: Also, Wes, talking a little bit more about you here, you were first guesting with us in Season 1 with Starvin Marvin, and you already joined us earlier this season for Conjoined Fetus Lady. Um, that's right. So this yeah. this is your third appearance on the show, and I believe that makes you the first person, first guest to appear three times on the show. So
1: all right, nice. Uh, I'm I'm sure I'll forget how many it'll be after three. So
0: that's all right. I'll remember for you. All right. But you can add that to your uh, trophy cabinet along with Mister Twenty Nine Point One.
1: <laughs> I, I think. Uh... I have I have that sticker on my car, and I've had to explain multiple times what that's all about. <laughs> Most people know that I have done a lot of running in the past, so they all say, oh, that must be some running event. But a few people yeah. say, hmm, wait a minute, that's not a running number. What and distance is that? Exactly, yeah. So- that's
0: funny. You're really the perfect candidate to have that kind of sticker on your car because you probably run more than anyone else I know.
1: Uh, at least I used to. I wondered gotten about out that. of shape, gotten <laughs> out of shape with this pandemic, but I'm trying to get back into it. I signed up for a half marathon. We'll try to get back into it.
0: I'm just trying to imagine a half marathon being my trying to get back into it activity. <laughs> Good for you, Wes. Good for you. Uh, go ahead and remind our listeners a little bit about your brief or a brief explanation of your experience with South Park.
1: Yeah, real quick, I um, South Park came out my senior year of high school, I believe, and it didn't have cable um, except for a short time here and there my senior year, so I, all these people were talking about it. I did catch a little bit of it and said, wow, that's amazing. And I went to college, they had cable in the dorms, so I caught a fair number of episodes. During my college years, so season like two, three, four, five, around then. Yeah. Kind of stepped away for a while, stepped back into it, stepped away. You talked me back into it. So over all these years, I've definitely missed more episodes than I've seen. But the early years are the ones where I'm more likely to have been invested and seen a lot. Surprisingly, I've never seen this episode ever until Really? preparing for this. Yeah. Well until today. I watched it two and a half times today.
0: (laughs) Well that's gonna make two of us because I had never seen this episode either. And I don't know why. I don't know if it was one I just managed to miss or once I had the choice to watch an episode it was one I just kind of avoided.
1: There wasn't there wasn't really anything that they might have shied away from running it in reruns, is there? I mean That's a good question. A great figure but. it could
0: easily be that when it comes to holiday specials or christmas type things with south park there's so many better or yeah. other holiday type episodes that they would run over this one
1: yeah that's true
0: but we'll, we'll dig a little bit more into that once we get going here as mentioned the 29.1 stickers are still available uh we've got a handful of them left so if you'd like one you can pretty much get one for uh, uh whatever donation you would like to send our way we have ways that you can support the pod through going to our anchor page, and you can set up a little donation there if you would like. We still have one supporter at this point in time. Sticking to tradition here, we'll read off their name, Pat Martin. Thank you, Pat. Will probably Thanks, be guesting. Pat. Yes.
1: Now <laughs> when we they start can making enough, pay their guests.
0: Yeah, I was going to say when we start making enough money to pay the guests, we can uh, we can just dish <laughs> that back. It'll be like giving Pat back his own money, basically. Uh, listener comments. I can't think of anything. I know we've had, uh, I did talk to a couple people about the audio quality here lately. I'm still learning how to edit and working through things there, and I know it's been recording kind of quietly, so we're working with that. I'm adjusting my stuff now, even trying to get it just right. But hopefully the audio sounds good enough that you understand what I'm saying and you're not getting a lot of feedback or background noise like my dog barking.
1: Turn up the volume, people. The content is there. Don't worry (laughs) about the quality.
0: I agree wholeheartedly. Any listener comments, Wes? Anything you want to say here before we we move on? No. Okay.
1: (laughs) If if Matt were here, I'm sure he would have checked Twitter for comments and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) I am definitely uh, lacking in my responsibilities as far as that goes. Yeah, Wes, I
0: know you're a few episodes behind in terms of listening. Um, Mm -hmm. Matt almost never, ever has a listener comment, so you're not missing anything there. Uh, okay. a few loose ends here to tie up the last episode we recorded was 2.17 Gnomes we went out of order there uh, so that we could record with Pat speaking of people who've guested recently because Pat has a really weird schedule but we recorded that and I am in the final probably 10 minutes of that in the edit bay hoping to get that out to everybody before Christmas would be nice to have the, the Christmas themed episode there but uh, we're throwing logic out the window here Anyway, when it comes to gnomes, were there any thoughts you had on gnomes? Do you remember that episode?
1: Uh, gnome, I sure don't have any thoughts <laughs> on that because I uh, did not prepare or watch for that one. Okay. Sorry. I
0: wasn't yeah. sure if that was one that would be strong enough to stick in your mind over the years. I think it's
1: not. I think it might be another one that I missed. Oh, wow. And as far as the as far as the podcasts go, uh, I told you this uh, off mic that my wife and I have a 20-hour drive ahead of us to, from <laughs> the Midwest to Maine. So mm-hmm. I said, well, I think we could probably listen to all the podcasts of The Spirit of South Park. That'd get us there. I don't know if the wife is going to go for that or not. I'm we'll
0: sure see. she's very excited. She just hasn't told you yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She'll at least want to listen to the ones you've guest appeared on.
1: I think she listened to the first one I was on. I don't think she's listened to any others. She does know a bit about South Park. She watched some in her day, really. Uh, and and we watched uh, my second watch today of the Merry Christmas Charlie Manson was with um, uh, my wife. So, okay. Uh, so she she chuckled at quite a bit of it. So. Interesting. Okay.
0: Maybe, maybe we should have had her guest.
1: Yeah, we'll get a female <laughs> voice on the podcast sometime.
0: It, it wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> Diversify a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, at this point, no play along scores have been shared. Uh, one thing I didn't mention, and I probably mentioned it in the uh, state of the pod that I did um, Matt will try to be, or try to share his episode scores. He's going to try to watch and keep up with us in that respect, just so we have his data for the. Uh, uh, yeah. score sheet as well
1: great
0: no score changes i'm going to kind of leave that B for now i might go back and change some things we'll see what happens um let's get into the preview so for the preview as always i'm going to continue to read out of my blog merry christmas charlie manson aired december 9th 1998 and in my blog i wrote i'm not even going to mess around here i've never seen this episode either uh charles manson and christmas how can you go wrong Wikipedia shows me that Dion Bacar, whose name I still do not know how to pronounce, will make an appearance again. And the boys will be traveling to Nebraska to see Cartman's grandma. Few things I love more than jokes about Nebraska people. And that's all I have in my blog. <laughs> I think Wes and I could probably spend some time making jokes about people from Nebraska right now if we wanted to. Let's tie that into the episode here in just a little bit because I think I think there will be a good opportunity for that.
1: Yeah, and I I do enjoy kind of the jokes they make.
0: So for those of you who are going to play along with us at home, if you haven't watched the episode yet, go ahead and pause here. Go wherever you go to watch your South Park. Watch the episode. Score it and come back and let us know what you think and hear what we have to think. All right, let's get into the plot review.
1: I can jump right in. I kind of wrote. Wrote quite a bit out here for the plot review. I think that
0: sounds like a great idea. You go ahead and take lead, and I will jump in with you as necessary. Yeah,
1: please do. I don't know if this is going to be absurdly long, short, (laughs) just right. We'll see. So I'm just going to jump in, and and we'll go. Uh, Basically, it starts out. uh, at Stan's house. Apparently, all the boys are going to Cartman's grandma's house for uh, the holidays in Nebraska. But Stan's mom, Mrs. Marsh, isn't having it. She says, it's too far away to go during the holidays. And one of my favorite parts right off the bat is she says, she'll well, just we'll leave it up to your father. And he says, I don't know. That's fine with me. <laughs>
0: right. Right. Typical parents. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that, and, and as you know, Mr. Marsh is one of my favorite characters uh, overall in the series, so yeah. I love it when he, whenever he's in it, even if it's just for one line.
0: Yeah, if you know Randy um, at all, it seems to really fit his personality for that to be the answer.
1: <laughs> right. So Mrs. Marsh quickly overrides what her husband says and says, no, absolutely not. Anyway, Stan sneaks out of the house. Joins the boys just as they're heading out to Nebraska. As they're getting in the car, a scene I really enjoyed. Well, is probably will come up in my favorite moments. Cartman wants to ride shotgun. Kenny's already in the seat, so he tries to distract him. Eventually, coaxing him out uh, with a dollar bill. Yes. Um, so they're uh, uh, they're driving to Nebraska. It's like a six-hour drive or something. And much to the chagrin of the other boys, Cartman and his mom keep singing, <laughs> "Over the meadow and through the woods to grandmother's house we go." <laughs>
0: Yeah, and even in just the short time we're watching the episode as many times as they sing it, that gets annoying. So I could imagine how they felt in that car for the whole six hours.
1: Yeah, the boys are furious. I, I actually love that moment because it's um, wholesome, Cartman. He's just, you know, a <laughs> sweet little boy. And yeah, I don't know a- why, but Cartman is, you know, the terrible kid. But every once in a while, he's super wholesome like this, and it cracks me up when he is.
0: So, yeah, yeah. Anytime you get his mom or, you know, his grandparents around, he, he becomes this totally different child.
1: Right. So they're driving, and they cross into Nebraska and immediately goes from beautiful Colorado to desolate <laughs> and crappy Nebraska.
0: <laughs> right at the state line.
1: Yeah. And, and the music changes. And I think at one point, there's a, a road sign that just says nothing. Like, it says the word nothing on it.
0: (laughs) If you've ever been to Nebraska, though, you know that's true. Oh, my gosh,
1: yes. (laughs) Side note, the first time I drove through Nebraska, all I remember is seeing corn everywhere. (laughs) And the football team, of course, is the Cornhuskers. Now, at this point in the episode, Cartman's mom informs the boys... What they're looking at is fields of wheat, Nebraska's principal source of economic productivity. But I looked it up, Drew. That is incorrect. Really? Corn and soybeans are their top grown products, not wheat. And I I can't believe they made that mistake. Now,
0: was that different in 1998? No, it
1: couldn't have been. (laughs) couldn't have been. Because that's about the time I went through Nebraska for the first time and thought, man, there's nothing but corn here. Yeah.
0: I would imagine it's probably something that's been, I mean, like you said, if they're called the Cornhuskers, it's been that way for a while.
1: So so the boys are uh, They're all driving through Nebraska, and to set up the B-plot, the boys see a sign that says, Mr. Hankey is at the ne- Nebraska Mall, and of course, we'll come back to that. So the car arrives at Cartman's grandma's house, and they meet all of Cartman's family, and they all look and sound like Cartman. <laughs> you know, they use his... Phrasing. They kind of look the same. They talk the same.
0: It's basically a house filled with ten Cartmans exactly. at various stages of their life.
1: <laughs> right. One of his family members, however, is only present for the family gathering via satellite. That's Uncle Howard because he's in prison.
0: And what I thought was interesting about that was they had him satellite phoned in, but that's basically Zoom before Zoom.
1: <laughs> that's true it's like oh wow
0: we're, we're uh 23 years early here on this but well done
1: that's right yeah i, I think <laughs> i think there were a few things that they were ahead of their time on in this episode I, i'm trying to remember that's true so the boys go to bed they're sleeping in the basement while they're down there they're surprised to find uncle howard has sneaked into the house as he has escaped from prison and by the way he brought his prison mate <laughs> charles manson with him <laughs> of course. so we meet charles manson down there and the boys are kind of like uh okay whatever and uncle howard tells manson to just watch some christmas movies or something then the kids are ready to go to the mall to see mr hankey but the entire family is watching nebraska football so they won't take <laughs> the kids to the mall so charles manson takes the kids to the mall
0: hot <laughs> wires the car and takes the kids yeah. to the mall because <laughs> yeah. of course charles manson could not just use a key
1: they're they're a little bit a little bit reserved whether they should let this guy take them to the mall, but they need to see Mr. Hankey, so it's all good. yeah.
0: Mostly Stan's the one that's like, uh, should we do this?
1: <laughs> right. But he caves. Eventually, Stan's family finds out that he ran off to Nebraska, so they head up to Nebraska, up to Nebraska to go get him back. Uh, meanwhile, the kids are at the mall to see Mr. Hankey. Um, he's apparently become a very popular Christmas character. Um, at this point, uh, which I missed some of the points leading up to this when Mr. Henke became like a national figure, yeah, apparently in the world of South Park. Yeah. So essentially they're just waiting in line to see him, just like you would wait in line to see Santa. Kyle, of course, is very excited since he was pretty much the first person to ever meet Mr. Henke. Yeah. Uh, naturally, when the kids get to the front of the line, they realize it's a fake Mr. Henke and a riot breaks out in the mall. Police come and bust their heads and realize one of the people in the mall is the escaped Charles Manson. (laughs) So a police chase ensues, leading to everyone being holed up in Cartman's house or Cartman's grandma's house with the police outside. At this point, Mrs. Marsh has, has also reached the house. So she's also trying to get the people to come out, get Stan to come out. Uh, Eventually, we find out that Manson watched a bunch of Christmas movies and realized the error of his ways and that (laughs) even the worst person can become a good person with the miracle of Christmas, though he still has to go back to jail. It concludes with the cops taking him. Um, He sings a, a lovely Christmas song as he's kind of being taken away later when he's in his cell. Everyone surprises him, wishes him a Merry Christmas and sings Hark the Herald Angels, sing, just like in Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown so that's uh i did not make that connection yeah oh it's it's the exact ending to merry christmas charlie (laughs) brown where they say merry christmas charlie brown oh wow they say yeah it's it's the exact same tone and then the exact same beat where they say merry christmas charlie man that that tells you how out
0: of yeah out of touch i am with a lot of holiday specials and things like that because really i guess that whole episode probably parodies that to some extent and boom
1: there it is some parts but the ending was was dead on 100 (laughs) percent of of reference to charlie brown
0: interesting i i think you pretty much nailed the uh the plot summary there um
1: well i spent 20 minutes on it so yeah i think so (laughs) (laughs) get all and and we're done
0: Um, And you know what? Any gaps we had there, will fill in as we go along. Alright, let's go ahead and get into the character score.
1: The Scoring
0: System Our scoring system is split into two parts. First, the character score. We have the core four characters, Stan, Kyle, Cartman, and Kenny. Each character can earn a total of up to three points per episode. The maximum score for the core four per episode is 12 points. We also grade the secondary characters. The secondary characters are characters who are not considered to be part of the core four and they can earn up to 10 points per episode. The second part of our scoring system is the episode score. The episode score has three five point categories, relevance, irreverence, and laugh score. The relevance score is based on how relevant the episode is, both now and the time that the episode was made. The irreverence score is based on how the episode disrespects or parodies topics that are generally taken seriously. The laugh score is another 5 point category that reflects how much the episode made us laugh as we watched it. We also have the personal score, which is our own subjective score on how we felt about the episode. That category is worth 7 points. Finally, we have the SP factor, which is worth 1 point because 45 is a much better number than 44. It is basically the extra point of our scoring system. We'll start with Stan. Uh, for my notes for Stan, obviously Stan kicked off the episode with the issue of fighting with his parents or his mom, because dad didn't care, about whether or not he should go to Nebraska. And that's kind of your your B plot or your B story throughout. You know, is, are his parents going to find out? How mad is his mom right. going to be? Right, right. What are the consequences going to be? Stan also does a, a fair amount throughout the episode of kind of like you were saying just a little bit ago about kind of being nervous about Charlie Manson and like, Hey, I don't know if we should go with this guy and just the the interactions between him and Kyle about, Oh no, we're, we're stuck in a house full of Cartmans. Are we going to be able to do this? Why did we decide to sign up for this? You know, little things like that throughout the episode too, it was really a good Stan episode. I thought I agree. Yeah. And so I gave Stan a score of a 2.5.
1: Hey, that's what I gave him. Hey,
0: there we go. (laughs) We're already clicking yeah. on uh, on all cylinders to start here.
1: Don't don't worry. It, it won't stay that way. But, yeah, he had a <laughs> huge role. Uh, usually he's kind of, a lot of times he shares it with Kyle, um, but he really had a big role. He didn't make me laugh a ton, mm-hmm. but he usually doesn't. He's yeah. more one of the straight men. But he was kind of at the center of it all. Um, as we move on to Kyle, Kyle, I felt like, really wasn't at the center of it all. So Kyle, Stan really... Got big points for me. So 2.5 is really high for me. As you know, I'm a. Yeah, that's, I'm surprised
0: to hear that. That's...
1: <laughs> and my low scores are always, especially on the four main characters, yeah. I, I really give those super low scores. So to get a 2.5, that's really high for me.
0: Yeah, um, that's probably the highest character score you'll have, I'm guessing. Yep. <laughs> so Kyle, like you said, he wasn't a main focus. And I, I kind of described Stan as having a, a bit of a B plot there. Which is true, but at the same time, you know, Kyle's ordeal is kind of a B-plot in its own. Maybe, I don't know, do we call it a C-plot? Are they co-B-plots?
1: Yeah, I, I was thinking the Mr. Hanky stuff was B-plot, but yeah, there could be kind of three things going on yeah. there. So, yes, Kyle might be C. Yeah,
0: Yeah, because Kyle happened to see Mr. Hanky, and, you know, he's, he's willing to go to the mall at all costs, and then the disappointment... Um, and then the riot that breaks out because, you know, they find out it's a fake Mr. Hankey. You know, Kyle, Kyle had a lot to do with a lot of the things that happened throughout the episode. With that and uh, constant banter, you know, between Cartman and Kyle, I think he's the one that is most noticed, notably upset in the car with the singing I think he even whacks the back of the seat at some point in time to like send Cartman flying into the dash. I think it was him. But yeah, he does. He does quite a bit. He's not. He's not quite on Stan's level throughout the episode. So I gave Kyle a two point one.
1: I felt Kyle just was very not very much involved. In mm-hmm. his, he just kind of chipped in I, you know, very little. I think the Mister Hanky stuff kind of fell flat overall, which yeah. therefore brought down kyle it, it just didn't do it for me with mr hanky i don't know um mm-hmm. don't know why it just didn't maybe they just didn't have a chance to give it as much time as some of the other parts i gave him a one he, he didn't make me laugh very much he just didn't have much much there for me so yeah I, you know i'm a low scorer but yeah he just i was just like ah not not much there for Kyle.
0: There was also the scene at dinner, <laughs> where oh yeah, <laughs> uh, where Kyle has to hold Great Grandma Cartman's catheter bag,
1: right? Yes, yes, which was very funny <laughs> and gross, disgusting. Yes,
0: yes, because he's 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 learning what a catheter is at that point in time, and uh, yeah, just kind of the way the way the whole family there. Kinda craps on Kyle because there was something else that happened with Kyle right away early. Oh, as soon as he walks in in, uh, Great Grandma Cartman thinks Kyle is his Cartman. <laughs> That's right. And picks him up. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he gets he gets grossed out right away because what is it? He his line was uh, smells like something in pee. I don't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> vitamins, vitamins, yeah.
1: vitamins, and, vitamins yes, and pee. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which is a very accurate. <laughs> like I, I know what he's talking about.
0: H- him saying that right. mentally took me to a nursing home.
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> you, you make a great point because Cartman, Eric Cartman, yes. hates Kyle. So it makes sense that the entire Cartman family would make Kyle's life terrible. Yeah, yeah. I, which I never made that connection. I just was like, oh, you know, he's he's doing all this stuff there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it great. was
0: it was yeah. subtle. It wasn't something that would be very obvious. You know. Unless you're thinking to look for that.
1: I I gave all the points to Cartman's family for those funny things, like the catheter bag. Yeah. Because Kyle didn't make me laugh. The catheter bag made me laugh. And I
0: think you could could easily make that case for a lot of things. Like it was great-grandma Cartman who picked up Kyle, not, you know, Kyle doing something to earn that. Right, right, exactly. I I can agree with that. So let's talk about Cartman. Yeah. Obviously, he's, you know, the main character here, I would say. We get to meet his family. Um, he's obsessed with the idea of going to his grandma's to get a gift, and he's bragging about how great his <laughs> gift is going to be. And when he gets there and gets the gift, it ends up being a shirt, and he's pissed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he still wears it.
0: Yes, he still wears it and uh, doesn't doesn't hold back his his anger with that. But of course, he's he's grandma's boy. He's going to wear it. I'm looking at my Cartman score right now and thinking I'm probably a little high, but. Just the the interactions of him with his family. And maybe maybe those are points that should be given more to his family than him. The the scene, like you were talking about earlier, where he wants shotgun and he's trying to get Kenny out of the car. And he's like, look, it's an elephant parade. And look, it's it's this. And trying to get, uh, oh, there's a sale on orange coats over there. <laughs> trying to get Kenny out of the car. And then finally he's like, oh, look, there's a dollar. And that's what does it. Right. A lot of good stuff. I, I came in with a high score with a 2.8.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I put that he he was good. He wasn't over the, his over the top self. Mm-hmm. Uh, since he had the other Cartmans to kind of fill that role of being other people, to, they could share yeah, the a crazy parts. I gave him a 2.1, which is a good score for me. Um, I enjoyed him. He he wasn't off the charts crazy, and and I I probably like that a little better to where it can be shared among the other people. So yeah, but I do love a good. Cartman, Eric Cartman centric episode, too. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. He was good.
0: I think when you compare him to other episodes, you know, maybe he's not too impressive, but I think within the context of the episode, he was very good. Yeah. How about Kenny? Do you want to go ahead? Can you recap how Kenny died?
1: Yeah. Um, when, uh, as I mentioned uh, late in the episode, there's kind of a standoff, uh, everyone's holed up in the Cartman household. And the cops and everything are outside. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on the exact details, but I think the the, the, the inmates kind of basically said, uh, you know, we need to give ourselves up. So we need to, uh, like, wave a white flag. So they send Kenny out with a white flag <laughs> and the police just shoot him up with holes completely. And then eventually turn him into Swiss him cheese. And, yeah. <laughs> And then they uh, afterwards beat him and I think put handcuffs on him too.
0: Yes, yes. At the very end uh, when they're, they're going to, they go put handcuffs on him, beat him with the, the nightstick. And I believe when they put they put handcuffs on him, they tell him to spread them. I believe was the other <laughs> line with that. And it's just a little, little overkill there. But of course, because it's Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Am I missing anything? Did he have a whole lot of involvement outside of his death?
1: No, not a ton. He had the death. He had that scene where he's getting the... Cartman's comments at him as he's sitting there. He um he steals some food as yes. he was instructed to by his parents, <laughs> which which did make me laugh because they'd cut to him stealing food and then yes. all this other stuff, and they'd cut to him stealing food. And I did inter- enjoy his interactions with Manson. So I Ooh. forget the quote. Uh, uh he, Charles Manson kind of said, "Oh, I, I might have. Re- I think I deleted it. I was going to write it down as a possible quote. Oh, yeah." How would you like to come with me to a more secluded part of the mall? Yes. And, and he had a couple other things where we think Manson is gonna just like kill the kid or do something also terrible to Kenny. And so I enjoy, enjoy Kenny kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever, I'll come with you, crazy right. Charles Manson.
0: Right. Yeah. It's uh, it's the perfect deflection to make it look like something really bad's gonna happen from Manson to Kenny.
1: Yeah. So Kenny didn't do a ton, but for him, he he. He made me giggle a couple times. I gave
0: him a, t- a two. That's that's good for a Kenny score. Um, that's yeah, actually yeah. better than my score. You know, the next scene after Manson asks him to go somewhere else in the mall, it cuts to them and they're watching a, a Christmas special on a TV, like through a store, and they're talking about that. Right. We're kind of close to secondary characters, so I'll just go ahead and say it. I love how they made it seem like Charlie Manson was obsessed with... Uh, christmas specials because anytime there was one on it's like he would stop what he was doing he'd stop his ranting his rioting his whatever's going on to watch this um which ultimately plays into the very ending of the episode
1: because he did you know when we first meet him he is crazy charles manson like you said doing yes going on these weird off-the-wall rants and by the end he's you know mr happy and (laughs) yeah i'm glad because i didn't mention that when we do meet him, he is crazy.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he comes into the basement ranting about things. Let me go ahead and give my Kenny score here real quick. I gave Kenny a yeah. 1.7, so you're a little bit higher than me. Mm-hmm. 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 We've kind of already started talking about the secondary characters with Charles Manson and kind of how crazy they portray him, and then we see his metamorphosis throughout the episode where he becomes <laughs> this kind, caring, gentle person, and everybody just wants to kill him and or arrest him. Other secondary characters we had in this episode: Randy, Sharon, Shelley, Mrs. Cartman, the entire Cartman family, including Uncle Howard, who is the the inmate, mm-hmm. Charles Manson, fake Mr. Hanky, and that's where my list runs out. Was there anybody I missed?
1: Uh, I didn't make a big list, and you did catch them all, including fake Mr. Hankey, which <laughs> I didn't think you'd you'd count him. But uh, yeah, and I I did want to give a shout out to Shelley, uh, the Stan's sister, because she always cracks me up with her <laughs> just the way she talks cracks me up yes i i do well i do have one this might i think we'll put it under this category did you notice and i noticed this on my own before i started looking up trivia for the episode i noticed this on my own did you notice craig was at the mall in nebraska the kid with the blue uh, coat and hat. i did not craig i always forget his last name and as i did more research on this um apparently a whole bunch of characters we eventually meet were also at the mall some of them had swapped out like it was them but with red hair or it was them with a different color hat interesting you know, like the way the way the um animation is made i think they just sure. take construction paper and probably easier that <laughs> swap way right? them out. but uh but it was clearly craig like it was him and then uh, apparently butters and token were there uh standing in line
0: I'm going to have to go back and, and watch. The, yeah, uh...
1: I noticed it right away. I was like, that's that's what's his name? That's what's his name? I totally <laughs> missed Token and Butters, who were two, you know, my favorite ones. Right. They should be easy in to there notice. Too. Yeah, they, they didn't have as prominent. Of a... I think Craig might have even thrown the Molotov cocktail to start Ooh. the riot. Uh, I think it might have been him. If not, he was right in the mix with, with the whole thing.
0: As soon as we finish up here, I'm going to go back and, and watch that scene and see what I can see. Because um, I did not catch any of that.
1: So I don't think that should count necessarily in the secondary characters as being Craig. I don't know. Maybe it's, he has a twin that lives in Nebraska. I don't know. But um, that seemed like a good time to bring it up. I gave yeah. I gave a huge score on secondary characters. I gave a 9.5. Wow. Mm-hmm. that
0: That's a gigantic score for you. And I mean, that's huge. a gigantic score huge. in general. I came in with an 8.2. I thought I thought mm-hmm. the secondary characters were strong. You know Stan's parents, the entire Cartman family was was just delightful.
1: What, I was going to ask you if you if you liked them or were th- was that too um, cliche that they were all had his characteristics.
0: I think it worked because it was Cartman. Mm-hmm. I think if you tried to do that with any other character and tried to make them all exactly like you know if you made all the characters exactly like Kenny, it wouldn't mm-hmm. work if you tried to make all the family characters exactly like Kyle or Stan it wouldn't work but because it yeah. was Cartman because he had so many well defined things that you could make an entire family do i thought it was hilarious
1: i thought it was really good and this is still really super super early in yeah. the series right so yeah. you know we wouldn't have met any of these people and they didn't they didn't go crazy with it they just you know they instead of saying you could sleep over there they'd say sleep over nya here, right here. I, I can't i can't do it but um <laughs> and authorita and, <laughs> and and they still had they still had normal characteristics too yeah you know like grandma was sweet and kind and um, yep. yeah so so they weren't all like exact replicas they just shared some of the characteristics and so i was totally on board it wasn't it wasn't too over the top to where it turned me off or anything i i, I got a kick out of it Especially not knowing it was coming, I did not know. Having never seen this, I did not know what this was going to be.
0: That's the same boat I was in. As soon as I saw it, I thought, "Oh, this should be interesting." Mm-hmm. And we got we got so much out of that. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, Elvin, the uh, the little toddler, oh, the little one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his little cousin. He would always do a lot of uh, little Cartman things, like he would say "sweet" yep. or mm-hmm. basically cry if he didn't have a fudge sickle in his hand. Not that Cartman would do that, <laughs> but you think of how much Cartman likes to mm-hmm. eat. You know, Mm -hmm. those were the same connections I was making there. Uh, Anything else we want to talk about with characters?
1: No, I don't think so. All right,
0: and I think that's good. I'm checking over my notes one more time here, and I don't see anything. So that brings our character scores to... uh, Your total character score was a 17.1 out of 22, and mine was a 17.3. So we're pretty close. I mean, we, we were... You know, exactly Mm -hmm. the same on Stan. We were far off on Kyle. You actually rated Kenny higher than I did, but then your secondary Mm -hmm. score was quite a bit over mine. So that makes a a big difference. So let's move on to our episode score. And the first category we'll look at here is relevance. I, I feel like this was most obviously a very relevant episode because of the inclusion of Charles Manson. I don't think you get much more relevant than that than, you know, specifically picking on a person who... Is famous or well known, especially for the things that he was famous and well known for. Was is is mm-hmm. he still alive?
1: No, well, I've, I'm glad you asked, Drew. <laughs> I didn't remember, but he died. He died about four years ago at the age of 83. I looked up some Manson mm-hmm. facts. Is this a good time for those? Yeah, let's
0: <laughs> let's go ahead and dive into some Manson facts. Why not?
1: <laughs> I did not remember him dying, um, but yeah, I, don't I think either. it was tw- four years ago twenty twenty. 16, 2017, 2018, somewhere around there. Wow. Yeah, and he was pretty old. Uh, so this is off from his Wikipedia page, so uh, whatever that's <laughs> worth. He, Take it, yeah. wrote, he wrote a Beach Boys song. So he was really into music, and he wrote. he kind of knew one of the Beach Boys, and he wrote a Beach Boys song, though he's uncredited. I, I didn't write the name of it. It was one I'd never heard of. I listened to it. It wasn't very good. It was a B-side <laughs> track.
0: So it's believable.
1: Yeah, like... I'm sure he was a pretty lousy musician. Yeah, and, and that, that music stuff kind of does weave its way through his whole biography. Like um, he was obsessed with the Beatles, and I think he even wrote some music while he was in jail for a while. Like he he was really into music. He was in oh, um, if you remember, at one point at the very end, he has some books on his shelf. Yes. So he was he was writing thoughts and reflections. And he puts it up on a shelf next to the book titled, Ah, Milan. Um, another one titled Observations from the Forest. And one titled, <laughs> Are You There, God? It's Me, Manson. Yes. So the, the one, I, I tried to kind of say, well, where did these come from? For a short time, Manson was in a, well, many times, he was in a juvenile delinquent home. Mm-hmm. And at one point, he ran away and slept in the woods so I think that's where maybe they got observations from the forest for okay. one of his book titles. Yep. Is that a stretch? Do you think they put in the effort to figure this out, or just a coincidence? Seems
0: possible. I I would assume with South Park, anytime you're talking about Matt and Trey, there's got to be subcontext to anything, or yeah. there's a reason there. Like they just wouldn't randomly call it that.
1: I couldn't find anything about Milan or Italy in Charles Manson's past, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, so it was the only only book I could find anything but with. Charles Manson, as I said, he was in lots of, in and out of lots of juvenile delinquent homes, one of which was in Nebraska. (laughs) Interesting. He did did, uh, escape from that, I think, or yeah, he got out of that one. He stole, uh, or obtained a gun, stole a car, (laughs) committed some armed robberies, and then Headed out from there to Peoria, Illinois, which is more in your neck of the woods. Yeah. So, um,
0: two hours away, but it's still close enough.
1: He, he most notably was in jail in California. So, so, Nebraska. He was in Nebraska for a while, but not for many, many years. That was decades ago. So, so.
0: yeah, the, the, the whole Nebraska stealing a car thing now is very, uh, very interesting.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. so don't know if that was a coincidence or or what. Who knows? I'd say oh, it's probably and, intentional. Probably. So the last piece I have on Charles Manson is um he's credited as being as having played himself in this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I missed that.
1: Yeah, at least on IMDb and I think I saw it somewhere else, so <laughs> for what it's worth. They they do that a lot, I think. They do, yeah.
0: Um, it's a which very cracks uh... me up very south park thing it is um so thank you for anyway, that back I, to relevance. i enjoyed yeah, our I manson facts we should make that a uh, a part of the pod every episode
1: <laughs> oh well, no i forgot one more one okay more. charles manson was only five foot six because they showed a little clip of him actual footage of him and i'm like man he's really short he's <laughs> five foot six which is is pretty short so yeah that's uh i i, I won't get into that uh you know um what do they call it? Napoleon complex, you know, because I have many short friends. Yes, uh, yes. My wife is short. There might so, be something you know. to that there. You never... Maybe, maybe. I'm not saying anything, but he was a very short, short man. So, huh.
0: You know, now that you mentioned that, the clip they actually showed of him, that, that's not something I thought about, but now I'm remembering it. And yeah, he, he did not seem tall. So back to relevance. The only other things I had, including relevance, were Kenny's death, you know, and the cops shooting him mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. beating him. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of relevance there. And, and I'm always wondering now, it's like, was this... I mean, that's intentional, right? Because we're, we're picking on cops a lot here early on, whether yeah, it's through yeah. Bar-Brady or things like yeah. that, which, you know, it's unintentionally relevant now, but maybe it's always been relevant. Right, Yeah, yeah. And then I also put in here the way they make fun of people from Nebraska and how they're obsessed with
1: football. <laughs> always relevant, yes, absolutely. <laughs> was talking with... Uh, getting to know a co-worker at uh, my semi-new job and found out she was from nebraska and i made some comment about something and she's like oh no we just say go huskers to everything and <laughs> i to say you know they've been pretty bad for the last several years yeah. right?" but i don't yeah. think they care that's no. that's all they no. have up there
0: i met one person in my life from nebraska and that was when i was in college <laughs> all she ever talked about was the football team in nebraska it's like you know we're in illinois right like Nobody cares. But yes, she was very much all about Nebraska all the time. Yeah. So I found relevance there. And my total relevance score was a 4.5. Did you have any things of relevance that stuck out to you that maybe I didn't mention?
1: I did. I put um, Mr. Hanky as the fake Santa. You know, if you yeah. have kids, that yep. that can kind of be relevant. Like, why is there Santa at every single mall? That kind of thing. Right. Christmas movies. Uh, of course, it's relevant right now because it's Christmas time. but yeah. um, we're recording this about three days before Christmas. Yeah, exactly. When they talk about Christmas movies, how anyone is redeemable and, and all those Christmas movies have those happy endings. Right. Sometimes a song at the end. <laughs> um, yeah. That was very relevant because I, I love Christmas movies and holiday movies. and Yes. And I, uh, I watch a bunch of them during this time of year. So sure. I'm like, oh, yeah, it just fits right in with what I'm usually watching. Uh, I did, it did kind of slip out as I was looking at my notes. Happy Holidays versus Christmas. So I want to know if you caught this. When Manson is singing his song, his song, Happy, Happy, uh, shoot, I can't remember how it goes, but it's basically Happy, 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 <laughs> Happy, Happy Holiday or whatever. Yeah. And then the group starts singing it. If you listen really carefully when they're all singing Happy Holiday, someone at the very end says Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> really quietly i rewound it probably 10 that. times i'm like i'm 98 percent sure someone says christmas and of course that <laughs> years after this was uh produced yeah it became the big thing like well i say happy holidays oh, yeah. i say merry christmas that's you know, very relevant it, it matters what they tell me at target when i buy my toothpaste whether it's <laughs> happy holidays or happy, merry christmas i i, I think that that was probably unintentionally relevant, but uh, yeah, yeah. if you do go back and listen when the, when the group sings and, and it's very faint, very faint, you just kind of hear the very end of the word Christmas when everyone else says okay. holiday.
0: I will have to check that out.
1: Let's see. What else? Do I have anything in relevance? But, um, yeah. And you mentioned the stuff on like police brutality and police being kind of numbskulls and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, shooting a kid with a white flag <laughs> that's that's pretty of course. rough. for my relevance I put a 4.5
0: okay wow we uh, we had the same score there mm-hmm. that's how we started off the last one so it's only downhill from here Wait, right
1: I had I had one more on relevance oh. um, when with the news that when the news was breaking into things they would um, in the middle of this huge story they'd say they'd have advertisements in the middle of it and I think. <laughs> That is so relevant now because yes i've I've lost a lot of respect for news over the years, yeah, I think we all have they they do that like you know if the if the, the um, helicopter is chasing a, a car or a police chase scene, I mean there's six advertisements that you know this this helicopters sponsored by so and so right you know, it, uh, I found that to be super let go well, to the Channel maybe... Five
0: Skycopter, brought to you by Bounty.
1: Exactly, <laughs> exactly, and it's so true that was that one was was it's was funny that they threw it in there, and I think you know obviously news and advertising that's been a thing for many years, but it's even since then. This was late '98, the very end of 1998 when this was made. It mm-hmm. wasn't what it is now, but boy, they no, yeah, they they either saw that coming or unintentionally nailed that one right
0: it's weird how they always seem to find a way to do that Mm -hmm. irreverence so i felt like there were a lot of things that were relevant that could easily be brought over to the irreverence category as well agree holidays in general people are are very protective careful cautious i don't know what the word exactly is i'm looking for
1: yeah yeah we we do, we do hold these holidays as a special time, especially Christmas. It's is very special thing. Yep. They made a Christmas special with one of the worst human beings in the history <laughs> of humanity. And right. on top of it, they turned him into a happy guy who sings a song at the end. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, it really is quite absurd. So so they, they targeted the holidays. Obviously, Charles Manson. Early on, they, they ripped on poor people with Kenny like they always do by uh, the sure, scene sure. where his dad's telling him, you know, if you... If you have any leftover turkey, bag it up and bring it home. I thought they did a really good job of portraying family gatherings for the holidays. And kind of, you know, they hit all the <laughs> the big things, you know, the big table full of people, everybody sitting around mm-hmm. watching football. They hit all the stereotypes with that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And then kind of, as you mentioned already, the holiday specials, just the, the whole thing in itself was a shot at, all the holiday specials we have and how they feel good and all these kind of things mm-hmm. and i'm sure there were things i missed and that's what you're here for but i gave a score of a 3.8 oh
1: okay uh, <clears throat> the only thing i can think of that you that that i would maybe mention was comparing santa to a <laughs> piece of poop um and then even yeah. as the kids were all standing in line and my, my wife played this out that there was poop all over the floor like poop spots all over yeah. the floor just like you might have um you know a reindeer prints or something right. leading up to santa snow yeah or snow there was poop everywhere and i think like kind of the the equivalent of the assistant person uh, th- that would bring you up to see mr hanky she had poo all over herself so just yeah i guess just you know equ- equating santa you know our beloved Santa to a piece of poop. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's that's a good point. Definitely reverent.
1: And I gave I gave a huge score here too, like, and really based on how horrible Charles Manson was. <laughs> I, I, along with yeah. reading his Wikipedia page, I listened to a podcast a couple of years ago that they went really into it. And clearly, one of the worst human beings in the history of humanity. And yeah. and for them to. to go this far in the other direction i gave it a 4.8 on the irreverence scale
0: i like that that's uh Mm -hmm. that's bold for you i'm impressed you're gonna come in with a high score for this episode
1: i went big i
0: went big i'm impressed uh laugh score uh we've talked a lot about it as we've gone through there were a lot of different things that made us laugh we already mentioned kenny's dad telling him to bag up leftover turkey kyle holding the catheter bag at dinner when when great grandma cartman is saying grace. I don't have it quoted, but her... I mean, she doesn't even try to say grace, but she just goes into uh, this big... She goes uh, into
1: a Cartman rant.
0: Yes, a rant about, I'm not going to say grace, and if, if you're going to make me say grace, I'll kick you in the newts. <laughs> <laughs> it was very finely pronounced newts, too. Uh
1: huh. And Car- Eric Cartman says, Amen! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Which seemed very much like um, seems like a, what's it, a National Lampoon's Christmas if you've seen that? Yes, where yes. the old lady is tr- supposed to say grace, say the blessing, and instead <laughs> I didn't say, catch I that either. She, but you're right. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I think that that one might have been on purpose. There's another yeah, oh, I bet. reference that they could not have referenced because uh, I'm I'm a fan of Ollie Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene in there where Charlie goes to sit on Santa's lap and he more or less starts a riot. I mean, it's not a full on <laughs> riot, but he he basically attacks Santa. And there's a big hullabaloo about the whole thing. So I could it, re- see it also reminded me of that. Maybe they took it from South Park. If you want to start a if you need to start an Ollie Sunny podcast, I'm there for you.
0: <laughs> That's a show I've never gotten into a lot. Like, I'm aware of it, and I've watched some episodes, but um, not nearly as it's, much as South Park.
1: It's many times been compared to Seinfeld as Seinfeld on crack or Seinfeld yeah. on steroids or Seinfeld on cocaine or something.
0: I could see that.
1: Because it is kind of about nothing. It is about four or five terrible people with <laughs> yeah. no remorse for their the terrible things they do. I love it. There is a lot of just general screaming so my <laughs> wife says that most of what I listen to is just shows where people scream at each other, like, uh, like Always Sunny in yep. Philadelphia, and Curb Your Enthusiasm is one of my favorite where there's often a lot of screaming.
0: That must, that must be something you enjoy.
1: I live vicariously through these people. <laughs> I'm not a screamer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if I've ever heard you scream or even raise your voice, honestly. What, were there any other things that stuck out to you that made you laugh? I,
1: I would say there were a lot of chuckles. In this episode, yeah. for me, nothing nothing made me bust my side laughing, but I found myself with a lot of quick chuckles. So I, I would describe it as quantity, not quality. Lot a lot a lot of good little little bits that yeah. made me chuckle.
0: I think that's a good way to summarize it. Um, I was just looking back over my notes here. I also had the uh, fudge sickle and the police chase. Uh, Elvin throws his fudge sickle out the window and it causes like a three car pile up for the cop cars cuz they're trying to avoid it.
1: I feel like that's been spoofed in a in a a movie too at some point. Really? I think I don't know. Uh, just in in some sort of like corny cheesy sure uh, satire movie of some sort, but I, I can't can't place that.
0: I was say it's not anything that sticks out in my mind. So I'll take your word for it.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, may, um, maybe um Happy Gilmore when they throw the banana peel and the whole oh, uh, family is Billy crazy. Madison. Yeah. Billy Madison, sorry, yep. not Happy Gilmore. Yep. Billy Madison and the, the, <laughs> the O'Doyle family. Car goes The O'Doyles, O'Doyle Rules, <laughs> and they go over to cliff because someone threw a banana on the road. Yes. That's what it that's, that's what it was reminding
0: That's me. a good comparison right there. I don't know which one would be more terrifying. A banana peel or a fudge sickle. I don't I don't know if either of them matter at that point. You don't
1: know. I think it's pretty clear.
0: <laughs> either off a cliff or in a crash, take your pick.
1: So my, my score was a three point eight for okay. the last score. I don't know if that's high or low or medium.
0: Um, you're lower than me. Mm. Uh the other the last thing I put in here for my final laugh was uh, the Charles Manson musical number at the end, <laughs> which was just hysterical. So I came in with a 4.7. Oh, wow.
1: That's, that's very high. Yeah. I,
0: I laughed a lot in the episode. And I think, I think a lot of it comes from the fact that I haven't seen it before.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a
0: lot of it's new. And so there's a lot of things, you know, especially on the second watch, I'm laughing at things I didn't catch the first time.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So right now we're only 0. 0.1 points away with two categories left to go. Oh, boy. Um, The personal score here, I liked the episode. Like I said, it was my first time really viewing it, getting to know it. Therefore, there wasn't much nostalgia involved for me. There wasn't a lot of, you know, oh, yeah, I remember that and and those warm, fuzzy feelings. But I thought it was a very good episode. I enjoyed how much it made me laugh. Um, I enjoyed the, uh, the irreverence of centering a holiday special over... Like you said, one of the most terrible human beings to ever live. So I came in with just a pretty neutral 3.6 for my personal
1: score. What, what is this out of? How many S- points?
0: Seven. You can go up to seven.
1: Okay. Well, I, I gave it a, Drew, these scores, I, I don't, these scores are terrible, <laughs> Drew. I'm just, if you ask me tomorrow, they're going to be so different. Yes. yes. Oh,
0: it's all about the moment and how you feel after yeah. that specific viewing that you
1: now- you scored on. I feel like I'm giving it way too high of a score now. I don't know. But I that's it why it's your personal point. score. I gave it a 6.2 because I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I didn't die laughing, but I, I had chuckles throughout. Yeah, um, There were memorable parts. And then, honestly, this might go into my holiday viewing rotation <laughs> in the future. And, and seriously, I, I really enjoyed this. More than like, was it season one? Was the original Mr. Hanky? Yes. Or was that season one or beginning of yeah season one yep and um i enjoyed this way more than that actually and so i would put this in my yeah in my christmas rotation for wow. sure i think it's so one i of... gave it a, yeah 6.2 out of seven i thought it was out of seven then when you said yeah. what was yours 3.5 i thought oh maybe i had the wrong <laughs> scale
0: no no we're on the same scale there you know for me it's an episode that i would not go out of my way to watch but if it was mm-hmm. on, I would probably watch it. Mm-hmm. It was it was good. It definitely got one of, well, maybe not one of my higher scores, but it's not a bad score. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and assume, because of the absurdity of the episode, that you give it the one point extra point.
1: Oh, oh yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> it seemed like a given. Uh, so that yeah. brings your total episode score to a 20.3, and my total episode score to a 17.6. Which brings our composite to Wes has a composite score of a thirty seven point four, and I have a thirty four point nine. So Wes coming in with the high score there. That's uh, that's different. It does happen. Didn't see
1: that. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. <laughs> right. Uh, I did. I did uh, look through my old scores, mm-hmm. and I believe. Now I, I haven't scored everything because I'm I'm a little behind, but I did score quite a few. This is just about a half a point shy of my top score ever wow. for scoring, which was Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride. Okay. So I think I was about a, half, about a half a point behind that. And I I was a big fan of Big Gay Al's Big Gay Boat Ride. I think that's a classic. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I, I put this second. Again, you know I hate the scoring. I usually just throw down some scores. I'm like, I don't know, 6.2. I don't know, 4.8. <laughs> And, and try to justify it, but, oh, man, I I sweat over these scores, Drew, but then at the same time, I, I feel like I do a terrible job. But it is what it is. I did really enjoy it. So for it to come in second, okay, I can buy that. I think uh, you got it right. Yeah.
0: Um, so I haven't decided how I'm going to move these scores around yet. I know if... Matt continues to submit scores like I'm hoping. Um, I'll still use his score and then include the listener-guest score. But if we composite our scores here, we're looking at this being the number eight overall episode. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it would fall right under... Yeah, number eight. It would fall right under Summer Sucks, which is, you know, Jimbo and Ned going to uh, Mexico to get fireworks and uh, <laughs> the giant snake. And then it actually comes in just above our episode from last time, which was gnome. Okay. So right in that area there, I think that's a good, good place for it. It was it was a good episode on my list, my personal scores, this would come in as number 15 and mm-hmm. it would actually be tied with Damien.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you I think is a good gauge to say you wouldn't, I think you said something like you wouldn't seek out this episode. But I, yeah. I would probably seek out this episode I really would
0: and what's what's interesting is when you apply that idea you know I wouldn't s- seek it out this would fall right between starvin Marvin and Damien if starvin Marvin's on TV I'm gonna stop and watch it if mm. Damien's on TV I'm probably like if I got something else going on I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop and watch it yeah. you know yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: so interesting uh looking over here at where things are at this is usually what Matt does so this is where I'm so far. Uh, behind and confused
1: sorry charlie manson
0: (laughs) it looks like this yeah this would fall at uh number six overall for season two good episode not the best but a good episode and Mm -hmm. i think we're we're happy with that so now that we've taken care of all that let's look at our our favorite moment our favorite quote and our mvp so i'll let you start here what was your favorite moment from this episode
1: I had a really hard time with favorite moment and favorite quote. Usually usually I come up with these really quickly, but I just, I, I had a hard time because there were a whole bunch of, like I kind of said, a bunch of little things over and over yeah. that made me chuckle, but nothing really, really punched me in the gut with it. Uh, favorite moment, I, I don't know. I'm going to say the elephant parade because I love those <laughs> tiny little I love the tiny yep. little things that if you blink, you miss them.
0: I'm glad you said that because I, I didn't think that we quite talked about that enough. Yeah.
1: I also loved the moment right before that, which could probably also be a quote when when Cartman says, um, what does he say? Hey, they're having a sale on orange jackets over there. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I, it just it just made me, it just struck me. It, it was pretty small, but just that little thing. You could, You could name 10 others that I could definitely accept as being the best moments. How about you?
0: That's good, because that was definitely one that made me laugh, too. I can I can agree with that. Uh, my favorite moment was when they're eating dinner, and apparently the dog tried to eat Grandpa's pot pie, and the entire <laughs> Cartman family starts yelling at the dog, Jimmy, no, that's my <laughs> pot pie, or that's Grandpa's pot pie. And it's the whole room. It's everybody at the table, all the Cartmans, just like, no kitty, that's my pot pie, just that whole scene in general, I thought that was kind of the the big, the big culmination of all the Cartmans being together was the payoff um, of that
1: moment. I thought for sure you would pick a Nebraska thing as your favorite moment. <laughs> I thought I really about heard. it.
0: There were some there were some good Nebraska things there, but uh, I might have laughed the hardest at the the pot pie thing. Okay. So favorite quote, and I'm always afraid I'm going to have the same favorite quote as someone else. So I'm going to let you lead here.
1: I I have a a I wrote a bunch down
0: hmm well then maybe i should yeah, go. You
1: go ahead and go first
0: okay toward the end of the episode when the cops are trying to get charles manson to come out of the house stan's mom shows up and takes the uh bullhorn is that right yeah
1: yeah F- from megaphone uh, i guess
0: megaphone yeah that'll work from uh the cop and starts yelling at stan charles manson looks at stans and goes i'm glad i'm not you right now kid <laughs> just so much irony within that statement and uh,
1: exactly. Yes.
0: It was, it was very good. So I, that was my favorite quote. What was yours?
1: Uh, I also really liked right either right before, right after that, you could hear Stan say really quietly from out inside the house. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I think his mom's like, what do you have to say for yourself? Sorry. Really quietly. (laughs) Uh, that wasn't my favorite, but I, I did like that. I, I enjoyed when I mentioned this before when Manson said, "How would you like to come with me to a more secluded part of the mall?" Because <laughs> that's just a terrible, terrible thing to say. Right? Nothing happened, but um,
0: it's a terrible thing for anybody to say, let alone Charles yes, Manson. <laughs>
1: exactly. It just, it just was terrible. The, when Fake Mr. Hankey said, "Gosh, you boys smell like flowers." That does. That, <laughs> Does Mr. Hankey ever say that, like real Mr. Hankey? Not, ever say not that? that I can recall, no. I didn't think so either, and so I thought, okay, that's like something that corporate America now makes Mr. Hankey say because <laughs> because he's, he's sold out, <laughs> right? <laughs> I also kind of enjoyed. Um, I guess it was Stan's dad, Randy, said, maybe he just got kidnapped or something. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> now, now maybe he didn't go to Nebraska. Maybe he got kidnapped or uh, yeah, ran away. Yeah.
1: So I, I don't think we record officially our favorite quotes, so I'm just going to use all those. I also really liked um, when Manson said, I feel like I'm in my own Christmas special. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a good one as well.
1: Yeah, so the, any, of those, any of those were kind of right up there. I, they all made me chuckle.
0: So I think I know where you're gonna go here, but who is your MVP from this episode?
1: Charlie Manson.
0: Right. How could it be anybody else?
1: For a secondary character, he came in and he he had tons of material and was a major plot point and sang a song. You know I love when they sing songs. I mean <laughs> it wasn't a chef song, but it was still a catchy tune. Oh
0: yeah. As always, because that's what Trey Parker does.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um I didn't want to take the obvious one with with Charlie Manson. So I went with great grandma Cartman. <laughs> very very minimally used in the episode, but all of her scenes were top-notch. Getting Kyle confused with Cartman, uh, which was the most impressive thing. She picked up Kyle and hugged him and then was like, "Oh, no, wrong one." And then she picked up Cartman. Like she's got to be at least 90 years old and she's picking up that <laughs> you know, large child. She's uh She's the MVP for me just for that.
1: Yeah, she was great. Do now you've seen obviously more shows than I have through the history. Do you know if she ever comes back?
0: I don't offhand? know. I was actually wondering that too. Um
1: I would love it if she came back a handful of times. I think you I think there's more material we could get from her.
0: Oh, easily. Easily. I might have to Google that later
1: on and find out. We always have Stan's grandpa doing old man right. jokes. Oh and that's
0: what I was thinking is that's kinda of what she's the equivalent of, so why not? You yeah. Know, surely they'll team up at some point.
1: Yeah. You could you but you could definitely take a different some different tracks with her be you know, I'd like to see her again sometime.
0: Agreed. So yeah, pretty much wraps up everything we have for this episode. Is there anything else uh episode related that you would like to
1: discuss? I think the only other thing uh, as I was looking up trivia, because mm-hmm. I found that thing about finding Craig and some of the other uh, other characters showing up in Nebraska for some reason, I stumbled upon the trivia fact that this was the first episode where one of the boys is seen without a hat. Really? And Cartman. I, I believe it was when Cartman was maybe waking up uh, yep. or in their sleeping bags, and he's got his uh, beefcake shirt on, <laughs> and he didn't have his hat on. So apparently this is yeah. the first episode where we see one of the four boys without their hat.
0: Oh, that's good. I like that it added trivia there. Maybe we need to add that mm-hmm. into the show. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Today I learned.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, today I saw it for the first time. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was going to say, you did a lot of episode prep in one day here. I'm pretty impressed.
1: Fortunately, it was, a, it was a, a slow day. I watched it at lunchtime, so I had a full lunch break. I watched my episode on my phone, came home, watched it with my wife, uh, on the big screen and then um as i was preparing i watched kind of jumping to different parts yeah uh, watched it on my computer so
0: yeah well i was waiting for you to get online to record i uh, i just ran it in the background i was listening to the dialogue of it to make sure that you know it was keeping it fresh in my mind so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. very good well thank you wes for stepping in on short notice and uh taking the role of co-host for today i know we've we've got some uh episodes we can have you back in here for on season three i mean we most definitely will but thank you i appreciate that
1: anytime
0: if you would like to follow along with the show you can always find us on twitter at the s o s p uh there on twitter you can find a link to our discord server and you can come join the fun over there you can submit your play along scores which uh, i'm hoping we'll, we'll start getting some here very soon Anything else Wes you'd like to say before we sign off?
1: No, thank you for having me again. The first time, I figured, oh, they're not going to want to have me back. And then the second time, like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this time you guys were you were desperate for sure.
0: <laughs> you're you're if becoming a fourth
1: time. If there's a fourth time. Then then I think I'm entrenched and you just can't yeah. get rid of me.
0: Yeah. as I going to say you're becoming a regular at this point. So <laughs> um, and that's quite all right we will gladly have you back again
1: But thanks for having me it was it was fun and, and this was um, an episode i like i said I'm a little behind yep um, I'm probably five six seven episodes behind so I jumped ahead and I'm glad I did because it put me in the holiday mood.
0: Yeah, just in time just in time for Christmas and, and yeah, the holiday spirit, that kind of thing. And I, I think it was a, a unique perspective today because it was an episode that neither one of us had seen before. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I felt like we had a, a lot to break down with this, so. But, all right, well, for my guest, Wes, thank you again for uh, coming in. As always, thank you to Alexander Nakarada for the theme song and the other music you heard here throughout the show. For my guest, Wes, thank you again for coming on. I am Drew saying stay safe,
1: stay healthy, be a good person. Oh, should we hit stop right now?